millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's a place where you can stay when the world gets too insane. to a new episode of Pearl Mania 500. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, we this has been a crazy week. <laughs> yeah. It's been wild. Well, you got things in the sky, we're going to shoot them down. Yeah, well, you know, that last night I, uh, you know, got into my cups a little bit uh-huh. and there were two more UFOs. Before, here's the thing, with UFOs, right? Uh-huh. Because you're big into aliens. I love aliens. And you love ghosts. <laughs> oh, I love ghosts. Yeah, you're huge into those <laughs> Big things. into them. Yeah. Big fan. You're constantly telling me how nothing's real and was built by aliens. <laughs> no, that's not true. I give full credit to pyramids and all that stuff. I think that was human endeavor. Okay. I do think that, like, religion is based on aliens. Okay. <laughs> so, so... They, they're always there's always UFO sightings. No, you know people see stuff all the time. Yeah, but rarely does the government say we just shot down three of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like one of them were like, that's just, definitely a balloon. I don't think we need to start an alien war right now. Is all I'm saying. We I, got a lot going on. Yeah, no, there's a lot going on. Um, speaking, and Will Smith can't be trusted to save us this time. No, he can't. He's too busy apologizing to Chris Rock still. So, uh, Will Smith, true Philly hero, though. <laughs> no. He heard a man talking shit on his wife, and he smacked that uh, man in the face in front I of the don't, world. Listen, I don't know if we can condone Will Smith's behavior. Uh, listen, we're recording this today, February 12th, 2023. Super Bowl! Super Bowl Sunday. The we, Eagles are playing the Chiefs too tonight. Hype. Too hype. It's like noon. Yeah. So we're still six hours away from either true joy or yeah. true heartbreak. But no matter what, Rihanna. No matter what, Rihanna. Exactly. Um, but that being said, uh, we're going to start a new segment this week. Yeah. And that new segment okay. is Mrs. Pearlmania's Treat of the Week. Because tonight, we're yeah. going to a Super Bowl party, uh-huh. and you're bringing your big treat that you make for everything. It's true. You make this treat... <laughs> You make this treat with, for joyful occasions. Yeah. You make this treat for sad occasions. Uh-huh. 
you make this. I'm going to show up with this. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> if you're invited to a thing and there's people are bringing food. Yeah, I'm bringing this. More than likely you're bringing this thing. Fun fact, I've uh, found out from a bunch of my friends that they've been listening to the podcast, which I appreciate. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to my voice when I call you and on your own when you're driving to work. Yeah. Um, but they'll know exactly what this is because it's like the thing that I'm known for. Yeah, it's Mrs. Pearlmania's like special secret, but we're yeah. going to share it. Um, I want you just to explain what it is. Okay, so as we shared in our last podcast, I do have the celiacs. Yes. I diagnosed over a decade ago. Yes. And I have to make lots of foods uh, to accommodate that need. And so one thing is I do love a sweet treat. Yeah, and, and real quick, let's yeah. explain that celiacs means that uh, you cannot have gluten. Yeah. Uh, which is in what we've discovered. Everything. Almost everything. All the things. Almost everything. And sometimes when they say something is gluten free, what they really mean is that it's it's gluten light. Yeah. And you can't have like any of it. <laughs> can't gluten light. It can't even be uh, in the same room, the same fryer. There's nothing worse than going to a restaurant where it says GF next to something and then you look at the bottom and it says gluten friendly. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be friendly with this motherfucker. Yeah. We're not friends. Yeah. They're trying to give me cold cancer yeah okay i can't be friendly and anyway and, and i want to be also clear that when the gluten does happen to her oh, no. my life is miserable yeah it's not and good. it's fun though because this is the part of hating and the part of a good marriage yeah because <laughs> i realized it's pretty early on and you actually even made comments about it which there'd be times where you would just turn into this unruly bitch for no reason <laughs> right True. you yeah. like no reason and then a rash would show up on your arm and then your tummy problems would go away and then you would turn to me and you're like Four days ago, and I'm like, four days? What happened four days ago? You're like, you said a thing, and I snapped at you, and I beat your head. It turns out, um, it turns out they, they cook the fries in the same fryer as mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At Chili's or wherever yeah. we were, and now we can never go back to Chili's. And I'm yeah. like, oh, oh no, I lost Chili's. But, <laughs> but anyway, this is your treat of the week. Go ahead and describe it. Um, Okay, so if you like Rice Krispie treats, which a lot of people do, Mm. I can't eat Rice Krispies. Because fun fact, even though it says rice, which is gluten-free, they put malt in Rice Krispies, so then there's gluten in it. So I can't eat Rice Krispie treats. But um, So what I did was I came up with kind of a Frankenstein invention of Rice Krispie treats, which are called these, like, Chex treats. So I use rice Chex, Mm -hmm. marshmallows, peanut butter, a little bit of butter, and then uh, semi-sweet or milk chocolate chippies. And you basically make a Rice Krispie treat with those ingredients. And the thing is, with the peanut butter and the checks, it gets like real gooey and chewy and still crunchy. And they're like salty and sweet, so they're highly addictive. This is the problem. No one's ever had just one. It's a problem. Yeah. Especially for me, because I don't understand moderation. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they're, I would, I want to say they're famous, but like within my family and friend group, it's like, if so, if I'm going somewhere, somebody's like, oh, can you make that thing oh, you no. always make? But they're also famous in our household because you always make two trays of it. Yeah, I can't One for one. the party you're going to. Yeah. Or the event or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And then one's always a tester because one of them never goes really well yeah, it's at first. Yeah, it's called the first pancake rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first pancake you make is always going to be shit. Yeah. So you have to make, you know, you just understand that you make enough batter so that you can have one pancake that you can just literally throw away or give to the dog. Mm-hmm. I would never give it to the dog. How dare you say that? I definitely give it to the dog. Um, but you throw that one away and then everything after that is good. So I always end up making two because I just understand that one batch will be wrong or just not as good. 
That is also because I don't usually measure things. I eyeball a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. But that being said, uh, we are going to add uh-huh. your treat of the week yep. weeks moving forward to our Patreon. Yep. They will be available for all tiers. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that is because last week we rolled out our Patreon. Yep. And we have 20 patrons. Hey. 20. Hell yeah, dude. And you know, we said... I'm going to get a microphone at this rate. Oh, yeah, pretty soon. <laughs> we're going to get a mixer. It's Woo! getting nuts. Um, so the, the audio will slowly get better, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I am, we're really blown away. Like, I cannot stress, um, and, and we both are so thankful. Yeah, absolutely. Some would say blast. I yeah. believe we're blast. I don't like saying that. But, you know, y'all, we offered you two tiers. Yeah. A $3 Hey Hun tier. Uh, for $3, you get a shout out on the podcast. That's hey, it. Um, and, you know, just general access to the Patreon. We also rolled out a team leader tier. Yep. $5. Uh-huh. That gets you the shout out. Uh-huh. And it allows you to vote. Yep. Uh, and we rolled out our first vote our this poll. week. We rolled out a poll this week. Who won? Uh, no one's won yet. Oh, okay. It we doesn't close. The, we, we posted the poll on Thursday. Oh, I'm seeing it. Yeah. We posted <laughs> the poll on Thursday. They're going to run Thursdays to Thursdays from mm-hmm. here on out. Um, so the one that's posted is still live now. Yeah. Um, we're going to... The one little addendum we do want to say is these are for future topics. It doesn't necessarily mean that this is going to happen immediately because for a couple of these... We have to do some pretty fucking deep research. We gotta do some research, y'all. Y'all, we need to know. Is, uh, is this good? Is it healthy for the babies? So, um, <laughs> how, how will it affect the children? Oh. Um, so, just to give you guys a, a feeling of what our first poll was about, we offered two options uh, for both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, yep. my options were Kevin Sorbo, The Legend Continues, yeah. the Hercules actor the who Hercules is now guy. famously terrible. a terrible right-wing dipshit. Yeah. Or, uh, how do you say that word? Onesian? Oh, I thought it was one son. No, I thought, I never noticed the one I. Oh. So I was always calling him Onison. Oh. And then I thought, uh, then I saw the I and I said, oh, it must be uh, um, Onisian. Uh-huh. And then when I'm reading it and like watching clips about it, as yeah. I've been reading more about it, it's actually Onesian. All right. Onision. It sounds like a disease. No, it's like fake Japanese. Oh. So um, anyway, that is uh, leading for me. Okay. Uh, and then for you, uh, we put out the options of trad wives. Yeah, because I, you know, we always have this joke about am I a trad wife or not? Yeah. And so I've been doing a little sprinkle of research, mostly just to confirm with myself that I'm not a trad wife. Yeah. But I might be. Okay. And so I wanted to see if people wanted to hear me talk about what trad wives are. Yeah, I mean, we are now putting out your favorite recipe of the week, so oh, no. trad <laughs> Oh, no. And the other one that you listed is girl-defined, and then in parentheses, but in a God-honoring way. Yeah. And that, that bothers me. Yeah, we got to do it in a God-honoring way. Yeah, I don't know what that means. So that's the poll that's out there right now. Mm-hmm. That poll, uh, team leaders can vote in it. Yeah. Um, and then let's but. but now we're going to do our shout outs. Now, the one thing I do want to say yeah. is we have 20 yeah. uh, people we want to give a quick shout out to. Sure. Um, all of them chose team lead. Uh, <laughs> guys, if everybody's a team leader, the structure, that's a lot of middle management. That's a lot of middle management <laughs> in our structure. Perlmania 500 is a pyramid. <laughs> it's um, not a, 
Well, well oh no, the Huns and the teammates. The downline. Oh no! Yeah. It's a triangular-shaped business model. As there's multi levels to it. Yeah, is what I'm saying. As the guy who did um, uh, was it BTX or whatever FTX? Yeah. Famously said yeah. about NFTs and crypto. He mm -hmm. said it's a triangle-shaped business model. And to which someone replied, "That's a pyramid, you dumb fuck." <laughs> um, but anyway, we want to give our shout-outs. Thank you so much to everyone who's joined. Uh, one person did reply. Uh, that because they canceled Netflix after seeing my TikTok, they can afford this. Perfect. Um, that was not planned, but uh, feels cool. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go down the list. Uh, in the future, if you guys don't want your name said, uh, please message us, or you can always choose on Patreon to change your name. So uh, I want to go ahead and start out with our first Patreon. Yeah. Kelly Shaw. Ke Kelsey, babe. Kelsey. Kelsey. Kelly, sorry, I read it read it wrong. I'm fucking up immediately. <laughs> the pyramid's crumbling. Oh, no. Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey Shaw, Shaw, number one. She was the very first one, literally, I want to say about 25 minutes after we posted this, the yeah. last episode, she joined. Yeah. Uh, so we gave her a shout out on Instagram and everything else. Kelsey Shaw, thank you. Next is Kevin Lau. I've known Kevin for a very long time. I was going to say, is that Kevin Lau the comedian? Yes. Yeah, yeah and he funny. had podcasts, stuff like that. Molly O'Brien, who's been following us on TikTok and Instagram for a very long time. Nice. Molly messages us pretty regularly and tags me in a lot of things. Awesome. Uh, Roberta Davila. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry, Roberto Davila. Yep. Um, next, I'm going to skip that one. Next, we're going to go to uh, Isla F. Yeah, sure. This is Paint Witch Love or that. Paint Vivich uh, oh. because they're doing the double V like in that movie you liked. You didn't actually like Vivich. What movie did I like? Remember when you went, you went and you saw it? It was a horror movie with Witch with two Vs. Oh, no, I liked it. It just wasn't what I was expecting. Okay. It was a, a movie about uh, the female experience, very feminist manifesto. Yeah. I thought I was going to see a ooky spooky movie. Yeah. But by the end, I was just upset again because, you know. Feminine. Yeah. yeah just, I was just like ready to fight for yeah. the table. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, next big shout out to, uh, in our team leads, Chelsea. Chelsea. Big shout out to Allison Presson. Yep. Uh, Trevor McDaniel. All right. Anna Brown. Yep. Uh, this is Allison Holly. I'm just making sure he's saying them right. Yeah, you are. Thank you. <laughs> Michelle P. Yep. Ashley Smodick. Nice. Stephanie. Number one. Just Stephanie. Yeah, get it. We love it. We love a Stephanie. Oh, I like this next one. Alley Cat Blues. Oh, that's the name of a good band. That is the name of a good band. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm assuming. I love uh, it. Matthew Beretta. Yep. Michael Sanchez. Uh-huh. Rihanna Bowles. Yep. And lastly, joining Not just least yesterday, Sabrina Bristol. Hell yeah, that's Sabrina. That's all of our $5 team leads. Now, there is a special one in here. Okay. I don't know how they did this because I still don't understand Patreon. Okay. Um, there is someone on here named Sassy Squatch. I know, I see that and I love it. Sassy Squatch uh, donated at the $20 a month tier. We don't even have that one. We don't even have a tier. I don't know how you do that. Well, listen, Sassy Squatch, you, that, they got the promotion. See, if we're they talking get, about middle management, yeah. now they're one above. Listen, y'all, I want to let y'all know, <laughs> you as team leads work for Sassy Squatch oh, now. no. Okay? If you want to get higher in the downline... You need to up your game. No, that's not how pyramid schemes work. Okay, explain They have it. to bring other people in. Okay. And then they move up the ranks by filling their downline. Okay, gotcha. That's you. how it works. I mean, that's how um, this totally legal, legitimate business model works. Yes. It's, it's about selling the shampoo. Yes. It's not about just 
getting people in your downline. It's about the shampoo, babe. Yeah, okay. He's very confused looking. He doesn't know enough about pyramid schemes, whereas I read about them constantly. So here's what's really fun. Every yeah. time we make a TikTok and we say MLM, because yeah. we never directly call them pyramid schemes yeah. in TikToks and stuff like that. We always say MLM because they're multi-level marketing schemes. And it gets confused in the hashtag world. Yeah, in the hashtag world, everyone gets confused because MLM in the hashtag world means men loving men. Yeah. And so a lot of people are like, I thought this was about slash fiction. Yeah. And then I'm over here, I'm like, well, which one? Because yeah. I also dabble in literatica.com. <laughs> um, I don't write anything. Big reader, though. Uh, with that being said, we will come back here with our own forms of literatica. That's no, right. What? It's time for our lore dump on each other. Uh, Before we get going, though, uh, and we go deeper into this, you do have a content warning for yours. Yeah, I just, when we do mine, mine gets really dark in like this... Um, I don't know how to describe it. I want to say like body horror because yeah. that's what I would say when I'm. Like, is it modification or it, is it just like a surgery? Kind of both. All of that. All of that. Okay. It's like if talking about medical procedures on the body, um, things like that. If dental work, anything like that. If that freaks you out, maybe you just skip listening to mine because I personally hate body horror and like I'm a big horror junkie. We've talked about this. Yeah. I love horror movies. I love scary books. And I love ghosts and aliens and paranormal. But when it comes to like just like those movies and books about body horror, I don't read them. They gross me out. They, yeah. I don't find them entertaining the way I find ghosts entertaining. But when I was reading this, I realized it was going in that direction. So I do want to give the, the content warning that like if that stuff grosses you out and you don't want to hear that while you're riding the trolley to work, I get it. Like don't, don't yeah. listen to mine. And yours is going to be the end. I'm going to go yeah. first. Mine will have a very quick mention, very quick mention. Um, I'm going to be talking about history. There is a mention of suicide and there is a mention of sexual assault. Yeah. It is literally one sentence, uh, but you know, there are people out there who listen. Want I got to have it. a warning on that and we want to give you guys a warning on that. So that's it. That being said, now that we've bummed everyone the fuck Sorry, out. Sorry guys. Listen, try the Czech streets. They're super good. Listen, we've, we've when been you're look- sad, you eat them, and then you don't feel sad anymore. But also, we've been looking at our analytics. Weirdly, like we're being listened to people all over the world, and I don't know where you're coming from anymore. Yeah. So we're not going to make any assumptions. Shout out to Australia and New Zealand. See you, bro. Yeah, we see you guys out there. New Zealand, <laughs> I want to be inside of you. Whoa. Four people are listening from New Zealand, and I can only assume that they're the coolest motherfuckers who say the word six, so like six, and um, it makes me super happy. Yeah. So with that being said, stick around for more Pearl Mania Woo! 500. <laughs> Pearl Mania, Pearl Mania, Pearl Mania, Okay. Yeah. So you know how whenever I post a TikTok about like modern stuff? Mm-hmm. So like that train crash that just happened? Yeah. Or about, I posted a TikTok about how the government, uh, like politicians shall be paid minimum wage. Yeah. I get messages from people all over the world. Yeah. Who are like, when are you going to call for a general strike? Yeah. And I'm like, that's not like my place. Like, I yeah. feel like we've been kind of needing one for yeah. like a century. But like a lot of people have been like asking me about that. And um, I started looking into the history of general strikes. Okay. And it took me all the way back to the the founding of the Roman Republic. Okay. So, you know, because mm-hmm. you've met her, that my mom is a Latin teacher. Yes. She taught Latin for 25 years in the state of New Jersey. Um, everybody knows her as Magistra Perlman in her life. 
uh, that is my mom. Yeah. So I was raised on Roman history, all the different stuff. Oh, I know. And one thing that drives me crazy about Roman history is that fascists love Roman history, right? Like yeah. online Nazis, they're super crazy about Roma, Roman history. Yeah, and it's funny because it, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because <laughs> what they're pulled to is the trappings of the end of like the Roman Republic and Imperial Rome mm-hmm. and people like Julius Caesar uh, becoming dictator for life. Like, they're really drawn to, like, these, you know, these great men of history that are, like, spoken of, mm-hmm. especially that were, like, really focused on in really turn of the 20th century, like, late 1800s, early 1900s. That's all history courses really covered. Yeah. Which they would be like, oh, and then Julius Caesar did this. Look, he conquered Gaul. And it's like, dude, he committed genocide in France. Yeah. Maybe not the dude we should be leaning into all the fucking time. You gotta skip that part, baby. Yeah. But what really gets me is whenever these guys really focus on Roman history, they skip over all of the labor fights there were and all of the class struggles. Yes. And we don't learn about them for one reason, one reason only. Beyond... The oppressor will never teach you the tools to overtake them. Beyond that Mm. is because we talk about Roman history using Roman terminology so it doesn't fucking make sense. Okay, got it. Right? So, like, in ancient Rome, there are two classes of people. Mm -hmm. There are the patricians and the plebs. Now, when people start talking about Rome, they use those those terms from there on out. Yeah. And then people tune the fuck out because you may miss that I just said patricians are... I might... I will over... under-explain it or over-explain it. The patricians were a group of people who were there since the founding of Rome and were chosen by a hundred noble... No, 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 no. Patricians are old money who run everything. Yeah. And it's not a lot of people. The plebs are everyone else. So the rich and the poor. Got it. No. Oh. That's the problem. Oh. Because you have, much like in America, you have groups of people who were gifted land, right? Mm -hmm. Like where we live, the county we live in in Pennsylvania was gifted. Yep. To 12 families. Yeah. And if you go to the maps, you can see this 12 family's name all over our county. Yeah, I know. And those 12 families still live in this county. Because they're rich and they own all the land. Yes. And the reason why they stayed rich is because every 20 to 30 years, they carve off a section of land that they were gifted and they make that into a new development. Yeah. And then they turn that development money around and then start or buy a business Mm -hmm. and then keep everybody working for them the entire time. Yes. That is exactly what the patricians did in Rome. They're old money. Yeah, old money. I got you. Yeah, but not just rich. No, they're not new new money rich. Yeah. So the plebs are everyone else. Yeah. From the poorest person, Mm -hmm. right? So like the dude who, like in in modern America, the guys who like drive bread delivery trucks, Mm -hmm. right? They listen to sports talk radio and AM radio, Mm -hmm. and they're always calling in and complaining about all these fucking immigrants that are taking our jobs type of shit. You know, those guys. Uh Uh-huh. Up to the dudes... Who are like, you know, we're not talking about CEOs, but they're like upper management. Yeah. They're doing well. They're making like 250. Yeah. You know, 250K a year. Yeah, about one medical crisis. Exactly. And then they're on the streets. Exactly. Which Mm -hmm. brings us to what I want to talk about, which is the conflict of the orders, specifically the first secession of the plebs. Okay. Now, I don't want to use the term. I want your help here. Okay. So I don't want to say patricians and plebs anymore. Okay. So by describing those, what would be your modern equivalent? Okay. So we need someone old money. So I was thinking like good old boys. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. 
I like I just because when I'm picturing them like new money yeah is Jeffrey Star from our last episode yeah it's a Gucci tracksuit it's all the the Birkin bag it's all that old money whispers right that's the saying yeah, yeah yeah old money whispers new money shouts old money is like um, a pair of gold earrings that aren't really you know big and gaudy but they're made by Chanel so they're ten thousand dollars and yeah. like they're gonna wear an old T-shirt that just looks like a T-shirt but okay. it's from it's like a five thousand dollar t-shirt, but it's just white. Like it's they're so quiet that yeah. it's like it's I you we don't even know who these rich people are because they're so quiet about how rich they are. Yeah. So maybe we should just go with um Why don't we just call them Patricia's? It's just some lady named Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> she's got like pearls on. Okay. And her she's, you know. Okay. So yeah, when you think when you think of Patricians. I want you guys to think about it. For the plebs, I'm just going to say everybody else. Everybody else? Everybody else. Now, there is a third class okay. that is not talked about in, in Roman history. Okay. It's just slaves. Oh, yep. Okay. So <laughs> this takes place 20 years after Rome finally got rid of their kings. Okay. All right? And again, I want you guys to think about this because when we talk about the founding of America all the time because we got rid of a king. And it was like the Romans got rid of their kings. But like the story, the reason they got rid of their kings, and this is why I said the content warrior a warning earlier, was that the king raped a rich lady, a noble mm-hmm. woman, and he was really fucked up. And he basically went to her. He's like, "I want to have sex with you." She said no, mm-hmm. and he said, "Well, I'm going to tell everybody I had sex with you anyway, uh, so you might as well just fuck me." Wow, high and school energy. Yeah, and she was like, "He's like, Oi, and then I'll kill your family." Oh. So she said, "Fuck it." That that happened. She went to her family, and she was like. This happened. I'm no longer pure. And they're like, she's like, so I'm going to kill myself. Oh, all right. And then they went, everyone went, don't do that. Yeah, don't, no. Absolutely don't do that. You don't have to. Like, you're still, you were pressured. Like, this is fucked up. And then she's like, no. And then she offed herself. Yeah. So then everyone got pissed off and chased that king out. Yeah. And then they established a new government. Okay. So the thing is, though, when people think of, like, the Senate and the consuls of Man, Rome, imagine taking a woman's account of rape seriously. Yeah. Seriously Holy enough to shit. overthrow the government. Holy shit. And here's the thing. You know what's fucked up what? about that? Is I was reading online, historians are like, I honestly don't believe it. <laughs> historians are like... Oh, my God. They don't believe it ever happened. They think the whole thing's a myth because they're like, who would listen to a woman? Like, legit, Fuck that's me. how historians There's do it. There's what, like... A hundred thousand untested rape kits. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, mm, okay. it's so But we're not going to talk about that. I know I'm that. just upset now. I know. I know. We're going to fast forward 20 years. Great. Okay? So they get rid of the kings. They're mm-hmm. like, no one person should have power. Mm-hmm. All right? They have a senate, mm-hmm. which is what our senate's based off of. Yeah, I know. It's based, and the patricians are like a hundred families. Patricias. Okay. <laughs> so these, these these rich old cunts. <laughs> Alex. What? What? I can say it. I'm using it the Australian term. Our Australian listeners understand. <laughs> they understand that when you say rich old cunt, you're not being demeaning towards women. You've met one. So these these we don't these ancient Karens. Okay. These ancient Karens run the government. Yeah. And of the ancient Karens, they pick two mm-hmm. to be the executive branch. They're basically their version of a king. They get the, to really follow things through, but they have to do it at the behest of the Senate. Got it. They have to listen to the Senate, and they're the ones who like cut, you know, do all the laws and all that different stuff. Like, yeah. The Senate makes the laws, they roll them out. And there's two of them. Yeah. And the reason there's two is because they don't want one dude to be like, fuck it. Now, they have a special rule that if things get too shitty and they, the two guys can't agree, yeah. the Senate can then just pick one guy 
And that one guy is just in control for a certain amount of time. Okay. That's literally a dictator. Yeah. But that's where we get the term. Yeah. So that's the options. Okay. Cool. Now, everyone involved in this, what I just described. So the rich people are picking the two people in charge, not everybody else. Yes. And the rich people are the only ones allowed in the Senate. Yeah. And the rich people are the only ones allowed to be the two. That's still how it is now. Yeah, I know. So... What a lot of people fuck up, though, when they think about this, and I want to dial it back. So when I say consul from here on out, I don't want you guys to think about Julius Caesar. Mm -hmm. I don't want you guys to think of Grand Imperial Rome. If you ever seen the HBO movie Rome, or you're watching YouTube, and you see these guys in front of marble statues wearing their togas and all this flowing wealth and opulence, we're not talking about that. At this point in time, Rome, their entire territory, was the size of like a Pennsylvania county. Mm -hmm. So I want you to think of Rome and the consuls and the Senate. I want you to think about it the equivalent of a school board and a superintendent. Got it. All right. This is the size of like a school, like a big school district. Yeah. And so they're constantly at war with neighboring school districts. Okay. All right. But the distance, the distance is like. They'll use these different terms like the Sabines and the Volkis, all this stuff. I'm not going to use, I'm not going to mention those tribes ever again and the neighboring states. I'm going to use, I want you to think from where we live out here, like Philadelphia, right? Mm. All of their wars are the equivalent of like Philadelphia fighting Baltimore. Ho, ho. Oh, man. Or Philadelphia (laughs) fighting Trenton, right? (laughs) Right? But like imagine like Philly already owns uh, Camden. Yeah. Which it does. But, like, wow. like that's how, like, close everything is, yeah. right? So, like, everything's, like, really close. So, 20 years after they get rid of the king, things aren't going great. Yeah. Okay? Like I said, the government's completely run by all the old money. The school district. The school district is completely being run by all the old money. Uh-huh. And all of the regular people are getting hosed on every end. So, there is a, an issue happening, and it's basically a payday loan scandal. Okay. Okay. So what is happening is Rome is constantly at war with their neighbors. Yeah. Constantly. And as a member of Rome, if the Senate says there's a war, you have to go to war. Now, wars are fought during the summer. What also happens during the summer is that's when you, like, do your farm. Yeah. And, like, that's how everybody makes money and survives. Yeah. So one day, after about 20 years of this form of government, uh... Everyone is like going through this cycle. So you're trying to work your farm. A war happens. You don't want your farm to be burned down. You don't want to be murdered by your neighbor. So you go to war, but you can't be home to work your farm. So you borrow money. Uh. And you're borrowing money from the rich people. The rich people are then setting you up on a debt repayment schedule that you can't cover because you are at war to save the city and to save the rich people's lands and your own, right? Uh The rich people aren't going to war, but you are. Yeah. So you come back, you haven't been able to grow crops to like the fullest extent. Yeah. So you don't have enough money to then repay the rich people. Uh And then the rich people can can take you as a debt slave, literally, a literal debt slave, Uh where you then have to work on the rich people's farms until you repay your your debt, right? Mm -hmm. But during that time, you're not allowed to make money, so you have to borrow more money. This, oh my God, okay. It's literally payday loans. It's literally payday loans. Hold on. The rich people... Yeah. 
the oh god, the rich people. The rich people who are the government. The rich people, no, the rich people who are in charge of everything. They are your government. Mm -hmm. Are purposely starting wars so that they can draft you. Yes. And when they go, put you at risk to be murdered for their own wealth and needs. They're going to make you take out loans so that you can feed your family who's back on the farm trying to survive. And then when you get back from fighting the war that they made up so that they could purposefully put you in debt, yes, you miss the payments, so then they put you in debtor's prison, but this is an active debtor's prison in which you No, no, it's sent- not a prison. It's not a prison. You are sent to their farm. No, no, I'm saying yeah, an yeah. active prison, yeah, which yeah. is slavery. Yes. You are a prisoner, but you are being forced to work, not just sit in a cell. Yeah. And which then, is which we do now. I know I'm not done. Okay. So then while you're actively in prison pulling their crops, making them more money, um, they're gonna make you take out more loans while you're there to pay for the things that are going on. So that when, if, if you ever manage to wait, work your way out, you'll still owe them and then potentially they could take your farm and get, and take, steal your land from you? 100%, yes. That is, that <sighs> was the cycle. It's a debt trap. I need to tell you something, babe. Yeah. This is still currently happening in every single aspect of everything I've just said. Yeah, but this was 2,500 years ago. But I'm telling you in 2023. <laughs> I know. It's currently happening. Yes. On the fact of like, if you're in prison... You making a phone call will put you in so much debt that you end up back in prison. Yes. Okay. Got it. Cool. It's good to know. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Anyway. So in 495 BC. I don't want to go to this school in this school district. No, you don't. So in 495 BC, uh, BCE, before the common era. Yeah. Before the birth of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Isn't that mine? Um, the, the, the people, Mm -hmm. the, the average person, the average working person. Yeah was starting to raise clearly significant concerns about this system. Deeply upset. And one of the big things that they were really having a problem with was they're like, hey, I get that this is the system we got, Mm -hmm. but can you please stop beating the shit out of us, like literally, while it's happening? Oh my God. And like literally throwing us in jails on your farms. Like, yeah. could we, like, maybe when I'm done working on your farm for the day, I can go back to my farm. Yeah, go be with my kids. Yeah, like, can I go back to my house? They're like, no, you gotta stay in a shed on the farm. <sighs> so, like, they, like, what they're asking is so minuscule. They're like, please stop whipping us. <laughs> like, it's, it's so dumb. It's such, do not spit water on your laptop. <laughs> we, do, we cannot afford another laptop. <laughs> Please, sir, I understand. I understand. I owe you money, but you don't have to whip me. So, like, this is this is becoming an issue. And yeah. so, finally, so in Rome, there was a place called the Forum. Yeah, okay. All right, it's where we get internet forums from today and, like, yeah. this general idea. So, it's a combination of, like, a big mall. Yeah. But also, like, a social place. So, imagine, um, like, for the internet, imagine if Amazon and Twitter... Well, I guess like Facebook. Like imagine if, if there was a place where you went for all these different things and this one day this old guy mm-hmm. comes shambling into town. Yeah. And he goes to the forum and he looks like shit. Yeah. And he just starts telling people what's going on. Yeah. And he explains about during one of the recent wars, his estate was destroyed by the enemy. So yeah. the, the other area that attacked, he was on the outlying area, they burned his farm. So when he came back, 
He saw how fucked up everything was, and he also had to pay taxes, again, that are levied by the rich people. Mm -hmm. He couldn't afford the taxes, so he had to turn to help. So he turned to help, and uh, went to a rich person, and they gave him a loan so he could pay the taxes. Yeah. He then, because of how bad of a state it was, it was yeah. he had to then sell both his grandfather and his dad's farm. Oh. Now, again, he wasn't allowed to not go to war yeah. because that was literally illegal and against their religion. Like, okay. you're going to go to their version of hell if you don't go to war. Yeah. So, like, he loses all of his ancestral uh, Property. land. Yeah. He has to sell that. He is then... Even though he sells all that, it's still not enough money to cover the debt at this point. Because are interest they adding is so interest? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, no, because there's interest. Oh, uh, so this is before the Bible told us that we weren't allowed to add that much interest. Yes, and so before didn't say it's in the Bible. Yeah, and, and, and then they created the huge amounts of loopholes to say that why it's okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, even though he sells all of his property, he then goes to he goes then goes to his debtor prison. He's then whipped and uh-huh. threatened with death. Yeah, and he like. I don't know if he escapes or somehow he gets there. It's not really clear, but he's just telling people this. And this goes viral in the forum. Like, yeah. everybody is like, holy shit. Yeah. And so the people, like, just start mobbing up. And they're like, yo, what the absolute He explained fuck? to them the, the timeline. Because they're yeah. when you're living in the chaos of the moment of going to war, trying to pay your bills, taking care of the kids, growing your crops. You're not seeing the outline. Yeah, he's, you're not looking at how the last, they're playing it. This is a man who's lived through the last 20 years and he's like, listen, I did everything fucking right and it yeah. didn't work. Yeah. And so the consuls who, again, are like the superintendents of the school district, they're just kind of like strolling by and they see everybody yelling and they're like, hey, everybody, everybody chill. All right. We're going to go talk to the school board and figure this out. Because think about this. This is a lot like school lunch debt. Yeah. This is a, a lot like school lunch debt. The kids have to be in school. Yeah. And they have to eat. Yep. But the school's like, hey, if you don't have money to eat for your kid to eat, we're going to throw you in jail. Yeah. And uh, we're not going to institute any program to help the kid if you're in this weird middle ground, right? Yeah. So this is that same sort of thing. It's like people are screaming about this. So the consuls are like, hey, look, we're going to go to the Senate. Um, We're going to talk to the senators. We're going to figure this out. Like, this is fucking crazy, right? Like, we're all, this is fucking nuts. (laughs) So they go to the Senate, and the Senate legit can't come up with, uh, can't agree on how to fix this. So because half of the Senate is like, no, uh, this is like my deal. Yeah, they're like, this is how I make my money. They're like, shut the fuck up about it, dude. Yeah. And the other half is just like, I don't give a fuck about these poor people. Like, they legit, like, no one can agree. Like, they, it, it's... Now, that, now, the problem we have with this period of time is this is in 390 BC, so mm-hmm. about, like, 100-some years later. Yeah. Uh, Rome is burned down by the French. And so a lot of records are lost. So yeah. we know that generally this is what happened. So I'm leaving almost all names out of it because I don't want to confuse people. But also there's a couple times in this where they're like, ah, that might not have happened. Yeah. There's like some mythic figures that are, that are put in. Yeah, but I mean, as you and I have personally talked about before, is like history is hard to understand a lot of times because history is always written by the victor. Yeah. History is written by the patricians of this. Mm-hmm. The poor people maybe not didn't know how to write. They didn't have the tools. They weren't listened to or their property was stolen. Yeah. So like a lot of history is always from the perspective of the person in power, yeah. which means you're missing a huge 
portion of information. Yeah. And a big part of it also is that this is a lot of this comes from oral tradition and yeah. over time too. So you have a combination of some written records, some mythologies, mm-hmm. and oral tradition. Yeah. Because we're right at that cusp of like almost prehistory mm-hmm. um, as we're coming into this. So, um, again, the Senate doesn't come up with any ideas. Yeah. But there's another war. Immediately there's another war. Well, we need a distraction. So they send out the consuls. Uh-huh. And the they're, consuls... They're trying to tell them people to go to war on yes. this day? Yes. <laughs> All right. So it's, it's like a day or two later. They, send... <laughs> they waited two days and they were like, yeah, let them yeah. sit in that. Again, it's not really defined how yeah, much no. time. But it's pretty quick. It's like too pretty close. quick. Too close. It's pretty quick. You know? Oh, you're going to complain so, about so... going to war? Well, guess what? Yeah. I'll give you something to war about. So they go out. The consuls go out and get say, uh, hey, guys, we need to go. We got to go to war. And uh, the people are like, yo, fuck you, Yo, dude. go fuck yourself, yeah, dude. Are you kidding me Get right now? Get off my lawn. Do you, not th- do you not see how that dude's story started? He went to war. <laughs> and so the, one of the consuls is like actually smart. Yeah. And he goes, listen, anyone who fights in the war uh, is not allowed to be in chains. He's like, he's like no, you, you're going to be cool. All uh-huh. right? Amnesty. All right. If you go fight in the war, we're going to figure... And, and when we get back, okay, we're going to figure this shit out. And immediately when I read that, I'm like, oh, this is drug court. Yeah. Immediately. I'm like, this is drug court. Oh, you love oxys? Well, listen. I don't think you can find oxys in Afghanistan for two years. <laughs> like, that legit happened to a lot of people. If you go back... I've got news to tell you about where the, <laughs> yeah. where the oxy... The, the, yeah. Listen, I'm not going to get into yeah, it. No, we're not going to get into it. Yeah. So the people were like... All right, I this is a new form of government. Yeah, I like this dude. He seems. I'm gonna listen to this dude. We're all gonna go to the war. They went. They get together. They go and they roll on their neighbors. They fuck them up. They're caught off guard. Yeah, like the 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 people they're fighting are caught completely off guard because they're like, it's it's much like arguing with like telling someone from Philadelphia that the city's trash, right? You hey, whoa! No, no, hold on, no, let's say that. <laughs> you see two people arguing over like which neighborhood is better, like South Philly or Northeast Philly, right? And then you walk by and you're like, "Nah, all of Philly sucks," and both of them just start beating the shit out yeah. of you. It's like that. Yeah, okay? because I'm allowed to hate it. Yeah, you're not allowed to hate it. Exactly. <laughs> so they go out and they fucking roll their neighbors. They yeah. beat the shit out of them. They come back, right? Now remember what I said. There's two consoles. Yeah. The one was like, "Listen, when we do this, everything's gonna be cool." Yeah. They good cop, bad cop them. Yeah. The other one. Uh, as they got back, the other consul, the other superintendent yeah. of this region, literally goes, ah, everybody's going to jail. And just started throwing the, de- the debtors back in jail. So now everyone's pissed. Yeah. Everyone's furious. And, like, people are getting heated, mm-hmm. right? And one thing that's happening is that some of the people are starting to hold meetings. Yeah. Secret meetings at night. Yeah, of course. And they're, like, going, because Rome has, like, seven hills. Mm-hmm. There's the one it was founded on, founded on, and then there's like a few different hills. They all have different names because mm-hmm. Rome's like 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 when we think of Rome, we think of it as one city. But at the time, really, much like early Philadelphia, it's kind of these like different like Little a combination of neighborhoods and villages. Yeah. So people are going to this one hill and they're holding nightly meetings, which basically are like early union meetings. They're like, yeah. this shit's fucked up, yeah. and they're trying to talk about like collective action and like different things they can do. Um, some of them are literally like. Hey, why don't we just kill them? Let's <laughs> <laughs> say I know, I know what meeting I was at. Yeah, yeah. A few of them are like, yo, why don't we just fucking kill them? Yo, you won't have a problem if they ain't there. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, again, people are like, we can't. Like, again, 
Like all what of What are our, the repercussions? You're gonna go to hell. Like uh, legit. Like legit. Like that is one of the things. Uh, so like, because each of these roles in their government is now sacrosanct, yeah. right? Like it's each of the roles, and the, and the Roman government is like weird and complicated, yeah. and was constantly changing in a way that's like hard. Like there's praetors and lictors. So they're always these, moving the goalposts. They're constantly, yeah, constantly, and then some of them are holy, some of them aren't. Some of them you can be immediately murdered for touching. Some of them, like you can, you're allowed to kick. Like it's weird. Like it's fucking bizarre. <laughs> I love, no. I love the idea that there's one politician in this scenario that you're just allowed to kick. Yeah, no, it's just it oh, doesn't. What if it was Mitch McConnell? Oh my god. <laughs> so anyway, everyone's pissed off. So the consuls find out about these meetings, right? Oh, okay, per- perfect. So the consuls are like, uh, so this is by the way, this is the next year. Every year there's a new supervisor. Okay. okay, every year there's new consuls. Perfect. So the consuls find out about it, and they're like, fuck, all right, so they go to the Senate. And this is the part I don't understand. Like, the Senate, like, also is in Rome, but seems to never know what's going on, because they're, like, absentee business owners. Yeah. So they are literally just showing up to pick, like, their to pick up their annual distributions and dividends yeah. from, like, their company, because they all live, for the most part, outside of Rome in these giant villas, in these giant farmlands. And all the people live in Rome and have to then, like, work their shit. And so they're constantly like, what do you mean the people are fucking hard? So, like, the consuls are almost like the like, like the floor managers. Yeah. Going back to the regional board and being like, um, just so you know, like, everybody at Best Buy, they said, they said, fuck your sales quotas. <laughs> and that they're not wearing blue anymore. And, like, so that's basically, like, they're like, hey, just so you know, like, everybody at Best Buy is about to unionize. Or Starbucks, right? Yeah. And the Senate is like, why the fuck are you telling me about this? That's your job. Why are you beating the shit out of these people? And the consul's like, you want me to beat the shit out of people? And they're like, uh, yeah. He's like, will you put that in writing? And they're like, uh, yeah, hey, look, a war. Like, instantly, they just declare another Damn. war. They're like, hey, there's another war coming. We need everybody to be in the army. Again, instantly. That's literally their, their only solution is... Um, I think we need everybody to be in the army again. And everyone's like, again, this is like, I think it's around May at this point. So it's like the spring and everyone's like, everyone's heated. They don't have dirt bikes yet. So they can't just get into the street like in Philly. (laughs) Wait, that's such a regional thing. I know. Nobody outside of the area is going to get that. No one is going to get it. Listen, I I want to, listen, I just want to say something. And this is going to be controversial yet brave. I love the Philly Dirt Bike Kids. I love them. See, here's the thing. Okay, so in the spring and summer, once it gets nice out, that first day, the one that's finally not garbage and gray outside, all the kids and young people, I'm saying kids, anybody under the age of like 30 basically that owns a dirt bike or a four-wheeler is going to get that illegal piece of machinery because they're not supposed to be in the city line, and they're going to ride them in the streets in huge packs. Like from... Five to 50, I've seen all together, just a huge mob of people on these dirt bikes and four-wheelers traveling through the city, loud, popping wheelies. (laughs) It's insanity, right? And when you're driving or walking, it's chaos and it's scary and it's overwhelming and it sucks to be in the middle of it. Like, just in my little hatchback driving on 95, suddenly surrounded by 500 fucking dirt bikes. It's upsetting. At the same time, I think it's the most punk rock shit in the world. Dude. Yeah. No, because, it like, totally is. Because, like, here's the thing. Around, like, out here, you know, there's all these, like, older boomers on their Harley Davisons, and you see them go out and pack together. They got their, their matching Harley jackets with their matching chaps and their cool shoes, and they're all, like, 
older gentlemen and they're all together on their very expensive motorcycles and they're like going around the nice curves of the county and like the thing is is like the entry fee to be the in air quotes rebel harley rider yeah is so expensive yeah which is why and then they always have like their their dumpy ass wife on the back who like seems mad and you can always see her because they they always also have the helmets with the microphones so they yeah. can hear each other. Yeah, they're talking to each other. They're talking it's to each like other. This level of elite, like, because yeah. it, it costs so much to be a part of this, in quotes, like, punk rock rebel club. Yeah. But there's no rebellion in it at all. It's just this thing that they it's just do aesthetic. to feel. Yeah, it's an aesthetic to feel young and cool because when they were young, they couldn't be James Dean on a motorcycle. But what's funny is the young version of the Harley biker that they wanted to be, that now yeah. these 60-year-olds are riding around on their motorcycles yeah. on, is the dirt bike kid of That's today. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The dirt bike kids are rock and roll. They are punk rock. They are fuck the system. We're getting out here on the streets, and they're going to annoy the shit out of you. Yeah. They're too loud. They're too dangerous. They're too scary. And I know that it's bad, and I know it. But at the same time, in my heart, I'm like... I get what they're doing versus these old ass dudes on their Harleys trying to pretend they're fucking rock and roll. I'm like, dude, you got a 401k and you live in a fucking huge house out in the that woods. That you bought for $30,000 yeah. is now worth $1.2 You're retired because yeah. you worked at some hedge fund bank and you're not rock and roll, my dude. This is just your weekend trappings. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. All right. I don't even remember where that... <laughs> I don't remember where that started. I don't know. Dirt bike kids. Okay, so... Um, so another war is about to break out. Yeah. Okay. Now part of the thing is, is that the war is actually about to break out because number one, everyone around Rome hates Rome. Yeah. Because they are like the Philly. <laughs> so say they're Delco. Yeah. So 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 the because um, basically every other city is looking at Rome like, dude, these motherfuckers like they don't have a king. They fucking hate each other. Yeah. And they're just screwing each other over left and right. Like, look at these dipshits. Like, we can roll these guys. Yeah. So the Senate's getting actually nervous, and they turn to the, the fucking consuls, and they're like... The middle no, managers. The middle managers, the supervisors, and yeah. they say, please, get us a new army. We gotta go. We gotta go out and fight. Where are we getting a new army? So they go to the forum. Okay. The supervisors go to the forum. All right. And they're like, all right, we are going to call upon the army. And they specifically start by picking the loudest dude that they know who's been talking the most shit. They're like, yeah. well, if we get him, we get everybody. Yeah. Because he, he'll fucking, so they call him. And he literally just looks at him. Oh, no. Doesn't fucking move. Of course. So they're like, all right, that is sedition. You're going to jail. And they send the lictors, which are basically their version of like bodyguards slash cops. Okay. And they send these dudes over to go get him. And the crowd is like, yo, fuck you. And they beat the shit out of the cops. Yeah. <laughs> they just beat the shit out of the cops. And the consuls are like, oh no, my bodyguard just got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. And they all run. So they all just run. And of so course. they run back to the Senate. And again, remember, the Senate's like a board of directors. So they go to the Senate and they're like, yo, uh, they beat the shit out of our dudes. Like, we can't get an army. And the Senate's like, especially the younger ones. Just go like, fuck you, dude. You can't do your fucking job. I'll show you how to fucking do it. Oh, I, I love where this so, is going. So imagine, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. Let's go back to our fucking... Let's, let's picture it as Target, okay? Yeah. Imagine you have a fucking floor manager from Target trying to get people to volunteer to work unearned holidays. Mm-hmm. And he, like, goes and they have a team meeting. He's like, I want you all to work at unearned, like, four unearned holidays... And PTO's blacked out. And everyone's like, 
hey, Steve, fuck you. Yeah, dude, I don't... Fuck you. I don't even fucking... I'm not... No, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, Steve. And Steve, you're fat. I hate you. Also, I've been fucking your wife. And he's like, that's not true. And he's like, I know, but it felt good in the moment. So Steve then goes goes to the fucking regional manager, and he's like... They said they fucked my wife. Like, they won't do it. So the regional manager's like, I'll go down there. He's like, you all have to do this. And you know what happens? What? Legit, they come down, and they, the, the senators show up, and they go, who should we call in first? And they, this is the best malicious compliance I've ever heard of in the ancient world. Yeah. They go, give us the roles. And they start it where they, the consuls, the supervisors, literally know the number one dude who is legit just lose his fucking mind. <laughs> And they say, yeah, start with that guy. (laughs) (laughs) So just start with that guy. And it ends up in like one of those, like a situation again, where you see someone having to deal with like teenagers for the first time, where you see a guy who's calm, cool, and collected, right? Yeah. And so like these senators up there are like, all right, and first let me have um, Joe. And then Joe looks up and is like, I ain't answering to you with your bust ass fucking white sneakers. (laughs) And legit, they're like, What's wrong with my sneakers? Like, your sneakers are bust-ass. Fuck you. And legit, like, the senator's like, well, you're poor. And he's like, I know I'm poor. It's your fault. And they start, like, getting heated to the point, like, legit, they have to be separated. (laughs) And so, like, again, the senators are like, fucking, what the fuck is going on? The people start screaming. Screaming, like, now everybody's getting into it. And they're, like, screaming at the supervisors, like, dude. We, this isn't what we don't give a fuck about this war we want action we want reform yeah again we're tired of going to jail yeah for not having money for and you keep war. whipping us yeah like again you keep whipping us like we're cool with going to war yeah we don't want to be whipped and they're like all right okay and so like the supervised fire are like all right come on to the board of directors senator to like get the fuck out of here they go back to the senate so this is a pretty big section. Um, the younger senators, right? Again, daddy money boys. Yeah. So these are fail sons. Yeah. Uh, they were like, dude, what the fuck just happened? All y'all should be fired. Um, the God, cons- it's like, fire me then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fire me. You do it. So the consuls are like, listen, I don't think you understand. No, they don't. I don't think you understand how bad this is getting. So again... They try again with a different group of senators. Perfect. It gets worse. Just a bunch of dudes named Kevin There's coming straight down. There's up, straight up a riot, like, either does or almost happens. More cops get the shit beat out of them. Yeah, yeah. So, again, they bring back the full Senate this time. Oh. And they're like, okay. The senators who were involved in, like, the near riot. Yeah. Um, they're screaming the entire time that, there should be a criminal inquiry. Everyone who involved should be locked up. Yeah. The consuls are like, are you fucking kidding me? You're the one who nearly started the riot. We've been trying to explain to you that people are fucking pissed off. And your answer is always have them go to war. So we keep getting all these pissed off people and you keep handing them spears. Like, would you fucking think about this? So finally... Three positions are come down to. Yeah. The first position is to eh, just install a dictator. So the first answer is fascism. Ugh, like immediately. Of course. Immediately. The second answer is basically by the ancient world's Bernie Sanders says, why don't we actually do debt relief? 
And everyone's like, fuck you. <laughs> and the third answer is the middle ground. Yeah. Classic centrism. Hey, why don't we give some relief just to the veterans who fought in war? Uh-huh. And then we lock up the seditious people who were bitching too loud. Yep. That's the middle ground. So, there's a vote. Um, the Senate immediately chose fascism. Uh, but they did a little weird thing. Because, again, the dictators weren't, like, for life back then. Yeah. Dictators were short-term things. Like, that doesn't, like, dictator for life doesn't really happen until, like, Julius Caesar's time. Like, right before that. So, like, years late. Hundreds of years later. They actually picked a dictator for the short term that the people actually liked. Okay. And the dictators, again, they have, like, they can't be vetoed. They can't be stopped. Uh-huh. They're chosen. They can, like, listen to the Senate. But, again, they don't have to. It's a it's a really dangerous position. Yeah. But it's one of those weird positions where, like, it wasn't written down, but just based on tradition, like, people would do it. And they'd be like, cool, I did my job. You hired me to do ABC. I knocked out ABC. I'm done. I'm no longer a dictator. Yeah. So they picked somebody that people liked. He went out and he said, okay, listen, you know how we did that no prison for soldiers deal? Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah. The same basis <laughs> went. He goes, I'm dictator. So what I say goes. Uh-huh. So this time, I'm doing it. And uh, they can't roll it back. It's real this time, y'all. Yeah. And those motherfuckers, our neighbors, they're getting real close. So we have to go to war now. Listen, they gave up all their power and gave it to me. We got to do this. Okay. All I don't right? trust this at all. And the people agree. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's no take backsies on this one. Everyone's like, awesome. They roll out. They win. And it's like shocking. Like they have like a shocking victory. Like yeah. everyone thought they were going to lose. But they fucking, they, they come back. They win. Everybody is like, this shit rules. This dictator rules. Let's all go home. So they all go home. Uh-huh. The dictator goes to the Senate. And he's like, listen, everybody here fucking loves me. We did the shit. You got everything you fucking wanted out of this deal. Yeah. Do fucking debt reform. The Senate looks at him and goes, no, we got what we wanted. And he was like, motherfucker, I quit. Fuck you. And he walks out. And everyone's like, yeah, dictator fucking rules, dude. But our government still sucks. Yeah. And yeah, it's still fucking broken. Yeah. Right? So now the Senate is like legit ter- terrified of everyone because like, again, they're still holding meetings where they're like, maybe we should just kill them. Yeah. Like, all the people are like, that's again, the undercurrent. The undercurrent is like, we should just stab these fuckers. Like, I don't get why we're not stabbing these I fuckers. I pay attention a lot in history class. Yeah. But I do recall a lot of people getting stabbed in Rome. Yeah. It, it, but that comes later. Yeah. All again, right. all the stabbing comes later. Again, they're still, they're trying to hold up civility in some way, which is the reason why this takes so long. Mm-hmm. It's because they're sitting there like, listen, if we just start stabbing each other, then we're not a city anymore. Mm-hmm. And the one thing they all agree on is that we're a city. So let's fucking figure this out. Now, again, the, the old money still has all the fucking power and they don't want to give up a fucking inch. I know. And all everyone's telling them is like, hey man, just stop fucking whipping people. <laughs> it's like, of all the things they're asking for. But, but now they're getting so far away from it. It's yeah. gotten so far away from, again, an old man, I want to remind you, an old man walked to a mall and was like, hey, they took my farm and then beat the shit out of me. And then and people were just wanted that shit fixed. They could have just fixed it for that old man. And yeah. it would have calmed everything down. Yeah. But people started 
clicking on Wikipedia hyperlinks, and here we are. So again, the Senate is scared shitless now. So this time, before, again, they just won the war. Yeah. They're like, ah, fuck, ah, ah. What's that on the horizon? Another war. Like, immediately. Son of a bitch. The third time now. I'm so tired of these wars. And they were like, everyone needs to immediately join the army. But this time, the people literally sat there and goes, "Uh uh-uh, fuck you. We did this shit twice. Yeah. Already. You know what? Fuck this shit. Again, they kept arguing whether or not just to murder them all. (laughs) Both sides at this point are like, maybe we should just kill each other. Yeah. Like a civil war is about to break up. And finally, I, I told you, I've not used names on purpose. But there is this is a name that I think should be very important. Lucius Cincius Volutus. Okay. Uh, which my mom's a Latin teacher. I know those are hard C's. So it should actually be Lucius Sicinius Volutus. He proposed that all of the people of Rome who weren't in the Senate should just fucking leave. He's like, there's a mountain three miles away. Why don't we just go there? If they want to fight this war so bad to defend the city, let the Senate defend the city. If they need people to work the field so bad, they can work the fuck them. Yeah, I love this guy. I'm on this guy. And so they all just got up and they went to this mountain and they got, they occupied it, like Occupy Wall Street. Oh, shit. They set up a ring of fortifications, and they just stood there for, like, a couple days. And they're like, fuck it, we got money, we got food. If all else fails, new city. We'll just be a new city over here. Yeah. So finally the city, the Senate, like, looked around, like, oh, my God, we're about to get our shit pushed in by every other city. Yeah. Because as this is happening, mind you, like, these rumors are flying to all their neighbors. Like, yeah. bro, Rome is falling the fuck apart. Yeah. So finally the Senate gets some people together and they send a delegation to the mountain. Mm-hmm. To this hill. Well, it's like a mountain or hill. It's like I got debate. You. It's okay. So they send people over there and they, they, they go back and forth and then they finally come to an agreement and they create what's called the Office of the Tribune. All right. Which is like a low, like the lowest level of government, but that like the people are more involved in. Okay. And like that's allowed to veto rules that will make it worse for them okay now that's it it's not allowed to make rules that'll make it better no just say no but to it, can, bad it can say no to a bad one that's basically it so basically they created <laughs> they basically created like like the like the roman version of like the republican party i guess and they just say no to everything yeah no <laughs> no no that's it no can we get an office that makes things better no can we get an office that stops things from getting worse? Like, kind of. That's basically what they yeah. got. So that was in 494 BC. Got it's it. It's called the First Secession of the Plebs. Mm-hmm. Um, notice, though, I did not say that the debt issue was dealt with. No, absolutely not. Um, the debt issue was finally, debt bondage, again, this ended in 494 BC, debt mm-hmm. bondage was finally abolished in 326 BC. 168 years later, yeah. uh, there were five more secessions of the plebs. We don't know why they seceded the third time. <laughs> it's not written down. If there's a note somewhere that they did it, they yeah. just... But that mountain was then called the Sacred Mountain. Oh. Because when they created this treaty between the Senate and the people, they did a sacrifice and like built an altar. It was like yeah. a big deal. Like They wouldn't just sign documents. They had to do a whole thing. Yeah. So that was the secession of the plebs. Um, just so you know, uh, 207 years later after the secession, uh-huh. all, lot, all 
all laws finally applied to all Roman citizens. Oh, nice. So it took you 168 years to figure out how to stop being whipped. Got it, got it. Uh, from pay, payday loans. <laughs> Fuck, dude. And 207 years later, the same laws that applied to poor people applied to the rich people. Yeah, like but the rich just people. like now... A if lot of rules uh, or a lot of laws are just fines for rich people. Yes. Because if you can afford to pay, yes. it doesn't really apply to you. Mm -hmm. Like speeding tickets don't matter to rich people be or parking tickets because they can just afford to pay them like whatever. Yeah. Whereas a parking ticket for someone who's poor could really like offset their grocery bill that month. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a little speed bump for the rich. Yeah. It's not really a big deal. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. yeah it's uh. It's crazy because, like, as I was reading this, I was like, fuck, we just keep doing this. Over and over it's again. It's so wild. Like, it's so wild. It keeps going. But but a big thing about it, though, again, and what I wanted to make clear with this is I wanted to tell it as a story that's applicable to today and to modern sensibilities because I feel like a lot of times we lose, especially in ancient history, you start using Greek, you yeah. start using Latin, you start using terms that, like, people just don't understand yeah. And it's hard to be like, wait, what's a praetor again? Oh, and then they said that that was a magister. I'm like, no, I want you guys, I want to be clear. Like, if you if you look at the early Roman Republic as the size of a school district, because that's what it was. Yeah. Look at it as the size of a school district. Because if you look at it now, the way people are going to school districts now and screaming about different things and screaming at school boards. Yeah. That's more like what we had then. It's all the banning of the books. Yeah, but that's the lowest form, like, that's the smallest form of democracy we have. Yeah. Like, we have city councils, and we have town councils, and, and there's county commissioners, all those things. Mm -hmm. But I think in reality, for most people, where they get involved in America, at the most local level, is always going to be PTA meetings mm -hmm. or, and, and school boards. And that's why it's so important. That's why it's so that's important. That's why it's being attacked right now. Yeah, and, and also, that's the reason why, on the right in America... They are really galvanizing people to run for school board because then they get a taste of smaller government, like mm -hmm. the smallest level of government. And if you look, a lot of the crazies that are bubbling up from there bubble up. They start, they get elected to school board, then a year later they run for state representative because yeah. now they figured they, they've learned at least the baseline of how do I build a campaign. Yeah, and it's fucking weird. Uh, it's weird. But again. They're fighting over all the wrong things, and here we go. So uh, that's my segment. Hopefully, I leave you enough time for yours. Wow, how much was it? Uh, we're at about an hour. Oh man, a little over an hour. But mine was, mine was like forty minutes because we did a fifteen-minute open. Okay, all right. All right, all right. And after this, we'll come back with your content. <laughs> I'm <anyway>. sorry. <laughs> This is Pearlmania. Yes. The hour is yours. <laughs> I, you know, maybe I'll be able to keep it under an hour. I hope so, because we'll run out of time for the podcast, <laughs> and I'll have to put it at a lower quality. Oh, so. uh, okay. So, the, what I wanted to tell you about today is this uh, woman, lady, girl, she's young, um, named Maddie, Madison Russo. She goes by Maddie. Okay. And you don't know who that is, right? I, I have no idea what okay. you're talking about. So, Maddie Russo is 19 years old. She okay. lives in Iowa. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to show Alex a quick picture of her. She's like Midwest pretty. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. She looks Midwest. Yeah, she's Midwestern. Okay. okay. So, Madison Russo, 19 years old from Iowa. 
she has she has uh, social media like everybody else: Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, the normal stuff. And on February tenth of twenty twenty two, about almost exactly a year ago. She was in an accounting class at her college. Okay. You know, I, I know you love accounting. And so she's in an accounting class. Full disclosure, co- I'm taking an accounting class <laughs> right now at a community college. <laughs> so, so I feel like you're going to deeply relate I, to Maddie. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I am, take, I am learning things every day that make my blood boil. Yeah, but he, the vein on his forehead just popped yeah, when we talked me, about accounting. Y'all, y'all, when I get when I explain what depreciation is to people, you're going to lose your fucking mind. Okay. Go ahead. So, um, she's in an accounting class at her college and she gets a call on her cell phone and she steps out and takes the call, obviously, and she is informed by her doctors that she has been diagnosed with stage 2 pancreatic cancer. Okay. That's the same cancer that killed Patrick Swayze. Yeah. That's also the same one that killed uh, Bill Hicks. A lot of people. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, pancreatic cancer is, it's a big it, deal. It's almost, a, it's basically a death sentence. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, so she takes the call and then finds this out, uh, goes back to class, finishes yeah. her class, and then posts about it on social media. Okay. Right? This is what's going on. Now, on her social media, Maddie begins documenting her journey, right? Everything okay. that's happening with this. She's putting it on TikTok especially, but it's on Instagram, it's on her Facebook. And a lot of her posts that I was reading through are like really, you know those people that are like good vibes only people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's very that. So one of the quotes I pulled was like, every day can't be sunshine and rainbows, but you can't just be mad at the cancer. It happens to people. If you stay depressed and in a dark space, I feel like your body will never get better. Right? Okay, yeah. That's a little bit of, like, the secret. Yeah. Yeah, which a book I, I hate. Yeah, yeah, I just, the vibes are a little weird for me. Yeah. I don't love that. Okay. Um. So. A little bit of prey on it. A little okay. bit of prey on it. Now, she also previously, she lets us know that previously she had been diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And that's important because type 1 diabetes affects your pancreas. Yes. And so this means that her pancreas has already not been producing the right amount of insulin. Yeah. And so obviously that would play into the pancreatic cancer. Now, Maddie was given an 11% survival rate for five years. Which is crazy low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they told her that they couldn't do surgery to remove the tumor on her pancreas because it would do more damage than good. Okay. Because the pancreas, is, I guess, is like in a weird spot in your body. Yeah. And you gotta they, take all the organs out. It's yeah, it's real bad. Yeah. So she makes all, she's still making TikToks about the journey. She makes TikTok about going to have her eggs harvested and frozen. Okay. Because again, this could affect her fertility later in life. Um, on Valentine's Day, so five days later, yeah. February tenth of fifteen. And this is crazy for a nineteen-year-old to go through all yeah. this. Yeah. It's like wild. Like it, yeah. it would be like at thirty-eight, if I had this, I would be like. It's still wild because I think the highest percentages of like people in their sixties, like this is something yeah. that older people get. Yeah, this isn't something. This isn't a younger person's disease, really. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. Right, sorry. Um, statistically, so she five days later she posts on her social media that she is going to begin her first of fifteen rounds of oral chemo and ninety rounds of radiation. That's how much she is going through, right? But she starts it five days later, oral chemo. And when she talks about the oral chemo, which I understand, 
she's talking about how like she wants to do the oral chemo because I guess you're more likely to not lose your hair if you do the oral chemo. Okay. Um, that comes up a little bit later, but like, so she, f- she's talking about it and you know, she's like making all these posts about like f- gathering the strength and persevering and like, she's really kind of like a positive voice yeah. in like this young woman who's struggling with cancer, but she's showing up every day. She's going to college. She's doing a job and like so she's she's just bringing like this positive light and then she also posted later like after that first round of oral chemo she makes another post you know like it's really emotional because obviously cancer is emotional um that she found out that the cancer has spread to her blood and she was diagnosed with leukemia okay all right so now she has type 1 diabetes pancreatic cancer leukemia now she posts about it again. She's like, I'm staying strong. She's f- finished her semester with a 3.85 GPA, killing okay. it, right? And she gets her dream internship at John Deere. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but we all that, have different dreams, baby. That's very Iowa. That's very Iowa, That's right? the most Iowa thing I've ever heard. She said, she I want to work at John Deere. I just Deere. want to work at John Deere. Okay. Um, okay. So... She does find out at a certain point that one of these chemo medicines, the oral chemo medicine she's on, is having an adverse reaction to her liver. So she stops taking them for a minute, and they give her a new prescription, a new medication to aid her liver in healing from whatever was done to it by the chemo stuff, right? Okay. Uh, within those, she does, like, testing. She's saying, like, I'm going to the hospital, the doctor's doing tests because of this liver situation. And when they're doing these tests she's talking about how she has back pain, blah, blah. And the doctors do some type of scan and they find a football-sized tumor on her spine. So she's just riddled with cancer. Yeah, okay. riddled with cancer. Is she? Does she live in like a super fun site? Like, is there like... Where's all this coming from? I don't know. Okay. But also, I... I wish I, I, there is a picture of it, but like she's a very petite young woman. Yeah. A football-sized cancer would have shifted her body she's so yeah, yeah, yeah and so and it's, it's on her spine it's on her spine okay so we got diabetes yeah pancreatic cancer leukemia, leukemia and now a tumor on her spine caused by the other cancers right okay and her tiktoks again are just following this it's all medical stuff it's like yeah, yeah. her in the hospital her getting tubes and ports and things in her nose like it's all that medical stuff and this that is last year this is last year okay so over the course of the whole year it's like her all of her medical experience going in and out of hospitals all of the treatments radiation chemo she talks a lot about her hair and about like losing the hair her hair's getting thinner and you know it's just like this whole experience and she makes a lot of posts about trying to stay normal, going to school, trying to keep her happy vibes up. And she does, this is a quote that I pulled again. This one says, I try to go at it with the best attitude because I think your attitude during treatment can play a big part in your outcome. Okay, so she's Patch Adams in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Patch Adams, like, yeah. hey, if I can get these kids to laugh, maybe they'll survive. Yeah, exactly. Woo! Okay. Um, so, Maddie, so this whole time, like, there's other people, like, posting about this on social media. Like, her friends, her family, um, they're all supporting her because, you know, she's going through such a hard time. And there's this family friend, Peggy Ole. I think, I don't know how to spell her last name, 
but Peggy Ole is a, a family friend, and Peggy's husband had died of pancreatic cancer. And so when Peggy had heard about Maddie's situation, she, uh, like, sent her, like, a support box, because apparently Peggy set up this foundation to support people with pancreatic cancer, and they sent Maddie a gift box with, like, support materials, informational stuff, and $500 in gift cards. Okay. I don't know where the gift cards went, but, you know, everybody likes a gift card. So... Then through Peggy, Maddie meets more people that are dealing with uh, pancreas stuff. So she becomes a public speaker for the National Pancreas Foundation, as well as um, this other nonprofit program called the Project Purple. And so she's going around doing speaking commitments at these events and talking about what it's like to go through the chemo and how to survive and the struggle she's going through, but finding the will to get better and all of that. And so now she's on a public platform, uh, more than TikTok, but like almost on a national stage at this okay, point, yeah. being so, a public speaker. Yeah, so, so which means she would be going to like events and maybe like different medical events mm-hmm. or maybe speaking in front of government, exactly. like smaller government bodies, stuff like that. Exactly. Not just social media. Exactly. Gotcha. And so at some point, Someone sets up a GoFundMe for Maddie and to help with the cost of expenses that health care doesn't cover. Because as we know, American healthcare is not the best. And so she gets this GoFundMe to help pay for other expenses, whether that's like, you know, hotel rooms or gas to and from the hospital. Just yeah. like whatever. The type of stuff Ronald McDonald House handles. Yeah, exactly. Which weirdly is actually like a good charity compared yeah. to all the other ones. <laughs> Like, whenever I go on, like, a charity rant online, like, yeah. people are always like, hey, man, just to let you know, like, Ronald McDonald House, weirdly, weirdly anything, it just seems good. to be. And I, I don't know any more than that. Maybe yeah. somebody can send us an email and tell us otherwise, but yeah. I don't fucking know. But um, So, this GoFundMe ends up raising over $37,000 for Maddie. Okay. All right? That's so great. A good chunk of money. Yeah. Now, on January 23rd, so... Only about a month ago, January 23rd, 2023, Maddie is arrested at her home. She's charged with a first-degree felony, which is a Class C felony, which is fun to say. It's a Class C felony. Um, but she was bailed out on a $10,000 bond and was released four hours and four minutes after she was arrested. Why do you know that so specifically? Because I thought it was really funny. That you, it was four minutes. You, gave, you have such a smug look <laughs> on your face. She was bailed out four hours and four minutes after she was arrested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so she got a Class C felony. For first degree theft. First degree theft. Mm-hmm. Of what? Uh, that GoFundMe money. Why? Because she doesn't have any of those things. Any what? The, the, the cancer? Yeah. She, does she have diabetes? Nope. She lied about having diabetes? She lied about all of it. All of it? All of it. Okay. She does not have a tumor on her back. Okay. She does not have leukemia. Okay. She does not have pancreatic cancer. Does she live in Iowa? She does live in Iowa. Okay. She, I think she's an intern of John Deere. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly an intern of John Deere. Yeah, so what had happened was, um, while the TikToks were going viral, right? Like, she's getting a lot of engagement on the TikToks. Okay. As I'm sure you know and the listeners know, there's a lot of nurses on TikTok. 
Oh, and the nurses got energy, they got opinions and thoughts. Yeah, and they have time because they're not paying attention to their patients. Hey, not all of them. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> um, so, you, know, you know what sucks? What? Is like your topics, right? Yeah. Your topics are always modern day, so we got to drop a lot of allegedly. <laughs> Nobody from Rome can Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not using names. And you're like, no, her name is Maddie. And she's from <laughs> Iowa. And she was arrested for four hours and four minutes. This bitch. <laughs> allegedly. allegedly a bitch i don't know yeah okay so the t- the nursey tiktoks is it nurse talk so nurse yeah. talk is seeing these and they're like this is suspicious they're calling out suspicion so there's like videos there's videos and tiktoks of her getting blood transfusions right okay and in one video you know you can see the bag the bag yeah, thing yeah, yeah. Out and the tubes going in order but one bag says type o blood and then like two weeks later she gets, uh, she's at getting another blood transfusion, but this time the bag says type AB. Oh. Right? Okay. That can never happen. Or like whatever the mix is, like you're never allowed to mix certain Yeah, ones. I can never, there's one that's like the super, yeah. right? And I was always mad at it. But whatever it. the nurses on the nurse talk were like, hey, listen, this isn't, this isn't how this blood thing works. Yeah. So they're seeing that. Now the other thing is, there's these things called ports that people get put in. And I don't exactly know the full process on how it is. But she's always posting images of her ports, which is like the tube that goes into your chest. Yeah, I think they, they keep yeah. those on you. I'm going to show you. I'm showing Alex a picture of the port on her chest, right? Okay, yeah. Now, all the nurses on Nurse Talk are like, this is the messiest, sloppiest That's port. a lot of tape. Yeah, they're like, this is does not look sanitary. This is not safe. This is not right, right? Yeah. Now, I'm going to show you a picture of what a good port looks like so you can see the difference in ports. Oh, my God. Yeah. That other one, like, okay, so, and we'll post these on our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so the one on the left, a good port. Yeah. Uh, I will describe it, though. It, it, there, it, there's, like, a special bandage for it. Yeah, sealed. Yeah, it's a sealed bandage. There's only, like, one tube really sticking out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, and there's, there's a date written on it. Yeah. The one that she is showing, it just looks like it's scotch tape. Uh-huh. And there, it doesn't look like it's going into her. It looks yeah. like it's taped to her. Yeah. And it's just, a, it's a fucking mound of scotch tape. Yeah. It looks like I tried to fix something with a yeah. bunch of tape. <laughs> yeah. It does. It yeah. does. You know what it is? What? The left, right? Yeah. The one on the left, the good one. That is your, when you wrap a Christmas present. Yep. The one on the right is when I wrap a Christmas <laughs> present that I then have to put inside of a bag because it looks so fucking bad. Yeah, that's true. That okay. is exactly what that experience. So they're like, all the nurses are like, this is so poorly done. It's probably not sterile. Yeah. Like, what is going on? The other uh, big thing that the nurses are seeing is that she's saying she's on a feeding tube, right? And so I'm going to pull up. This is a picture. She has the feeding tube in here. So what the, the nurse talks are talking about is this is the feeding bag, right? There's nothing in there. And when you wear one, you would see white liquid that would fill this because it's feeding her. You can see that this is just air. So they would never pump just air into your stomach. That's insane. Yeah. So she is, this feeding tube situation is not real. The other thing is at the end of the tube of a feeding tube is like a purple knob, right? That's the part that goes down in your tum-tum to put the food in. If you look at these pictures closely, where's the purple knob? Okay. It's in her nose. Okay. This is not in her stomach. She just put that there and then taped it. 
Oh, she's not putting it deep enough. No. Yeah, because it would what? So the feeding tube goes through your nose, I guess. Down your esophagus. With it, yeah, down your esophagus through your sinuses, right? Yeah. And then through the back. And so, it, yeah. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. And so there's this is another one where you can see there's nothing in here. Somebody said it looks like she filled this with cotton balls. I kind of agree, actually. It doesn't yeah. look like it's all cotton balls. But again, no fluid through. And then look at that big purple knob right on her nose. Okay, where yeah. that should be down in her tummy. Okay. So again, people are like, this is crazy suspicious. Yeah. Like, why aren't you... People are like, what's up, Maddie? Yeah, what's going on, Maddie? So the nurses are going crazy on the internet, and they're like sleuthing as the nurse talks to. They're like, this is crazy. This is not right. And then when I was looking through it, I noticed something that I felt was really weird, and maybe this is very specific to me. So um, like I said, she talks a lot about her hair. And so, like, even at the beginning of her journey, she was just like, I just, I'm really nervous about losing my hair, and I'm going to go on oral chemo so I don't lose my hair. And you know me. I don't give a fuck about hair. I've ha- I shaved my head more than once in my life. Yeah. Like, hair- When I first met you, half your head was shaved. Yeah. I don't care about hair at all. And I understand to a certain point why there are certain women that, like, are obsessed with their hair, but, like, I'm just not one of them. Like, I've seen people that get trim an inch of hair and they'll cry that's too much like yeah, yeah. i do not care i yeah. will buzz my hair tomorrow like yeah. it doesn't matter to me so i don't relate to her about this but she talks a lot about her hair and then as she's talking about it in all these tiktoks about losing her hair trying not to lose her hair she talks about how she isn't losing her hair guys because she's taking biotin guys if you just take biotin you won't lose your hair during the chemo biotin it's like a like a over-the-counter um, medi- like not a medicine, like a vitamin. Oh, okay. So it's, some GNC shit. Yeah, exactly. It's just okay. biotin. It's in like hair, nails, vi- multivitamins. It's, okay. But she's trying to tell you, the viewer, that might have cancer, that's watching this for inspiration. Yeah. Um, You don't have to lose your hair. Just take biotin. Duh. Why are you so sad about having cancer? Don't you know that if you just keep a good vibe and good positive thoughts, you won't be sick? And don't you know that if you just keep up your energy and and feel good and happy that you won't die? That's what she's telling people. That's what nobody seems to understand. Is her messaging this whole time is that if you just keep up positive energy, you too cannot be victimized by your cancer. Which is what she's telling cancer patients. Which enrages me to no end as someone who's had people die this year of cancer. Yeah. Like, what, if my family member only was thought more happy thoughts they would have survived, Maddie? Is that what you're telling me? With your no cancer having ass? And and to be clear, she's doing all this to get out of accounting. I which I get. <laughs> <laughs> like I get. <laughs> like she's all of this is like, oh accounting. I'll just pretend I have cancer. This, you know what? So, but the other thing that I noticed, again, because it's the wait, hair. Wait, 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 real uh, quick. With the biotin, is she selling them now? Or is she just well, selling them? Well, I think, I don't know if she ever got to this. My theory is that she was going to try to get a collab. She was trying like, to set she up was a trying, supplement? She was, no, a hashtag ad. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. she was going to find some company that was making some type of supplement for hair and nails. And she was going to do a collaboration, hashtag ad. Yeah. Guys, listen, I have cancer. Buy this pill, and then you two won't lose your hair. Because at this point, she has... Millions of people watching these videos about her cancer struggle yeah. and her journey to health, right? And so she's trying to monetize this. I just don't think she ever got fully to it. 
hair pills. You think they caught her early enough in it? Well, it's only been one year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying like... I'm saying if she would have kept Because I've heard of other people doing this. Yeah. Like, I have heard of people doing this, like, on yeah. social media. But well, we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> oh, no. I just want to bring back to the hair thing. No crying yet. Okay. So, this is the thing. The hair thing is what really, like, brought my tickly senses into this. The only reason I read about this was the hair thing. Because she posted this video talking about her hair falling out. And I saw another TikToker talk about it. And you can see this is her picture of her hair falling out. That's cut. That's cut. That's what I'm saying. I can see it from here. That's cut. That's cut hair. I uh, also went to beauty school. I didn't drop out. I was asked to leave. It's a different experience. So I, when I was in hair school... <laughs> I know what a haircut looks like. This is a haircut. I know what a haircut looks like because I've seen cut anything. Yeah. It's flat. Like, you can see, like, she didn't, oh my God. So she's claiming that this image is her hair falling It's not out the root. Chemo. I know. It's not the root. She's cutting it. She give herself a bob? No, she didn't. Because, again, she's obsessed with the length of her hair. So yeah, she yeah. just took a trim. This is just a trim. Yeah, so I'm saying, though, like, yeah. those are maybe, because, let's see, that's the drain, right? It's probably right? about an inch. Like, yeah, yeah, an she inch cut off. an inch off. Yeah. Just a pile of an inch of hair. So she posts this and talk about, oh, I'm losing my hair because chemo struggle, the whole thing. And then, uh, but biotin's keeping She could have just bought hair. Fun fact. She did. Let me show you. Shut the fuck up. So when she was going to her public speaking engagements where she is like a public speaker, uh, the face of the pancreatic cancer movement, she buys a wig to wear, right? Now, you might not be able to, to see this, but I saw this oh, immediately. Oh, time out. Oh, time maybe out. you will see it. Go Wait, ahead. No, no, no. Besides the fact that it's laced in, which you've explained to me. <laughs> but um, what's so funny is that Mrs. Promania is showing me a screenshot of a TikToker who has duetted this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And who is, uh, space is half in the frame. <laughs> so I'm looking, you're showing me Maddie, yeah. but I'm staring at the lady in the front who is, I can only say, gleefully pointing out that this lady is lying with yeah. her terrible pearls. Yeah. So, yeah. like, and it's, oh my God. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, uh, but the thing about real, this, We gotta yeah. plug the Instagram, it's Pearlmania500. I'm sure all of our listeners know. But just so you know, yeah. we'll have it and we'll have a link to it in the description. Yeah. So, this wig, uh, listeners and husband, is terrible. It's an awful wig. This I can is, tell it's a This wig. is a cheap garbage wig shake and go from amazon now again listeners you might not know i as i said i don't give a shit about hair but i used to have a lot of fake hair yeah when alex and i first started dating i used to have a huge box of fake hair under my bed i called it haria 51 and i had a lot of like wigs and extensions because i love playing with hair and so i look at this and i said that's a terrible wig but i think she picked this on purpose because any other cancer patient that's going to be wearing a wig, a hairpiece, wants something really natural. Wants something really that blends in, that's like a lace front that can really be seamless so you can go about your daily life and no one knows that you're wearing a wig. This is not the case. This girl wants you to know she's wearing a wig because she's using it for content. Look at me. I have cancer. Look at this wig I have to wear. This is part of the grift. Yes, yeah, which also though you can see her natural hairline. Yeah, she's not very good at she's it. She not, doesn't have a friend. No, I know, but you can also see when you zoom yeah. in, yeah. you can see her natural hairline peeking out. Also, it's uh, for the ladies Fucking listening, it's got, a, it's got a zigzag part, y'all. It's got a very 90s zigzag part. Yeah. It's killing me. It's a zigzag part, but it looks like Sasha Banks during a match as yeah. her wig oh, would go back. Poor gal. So the other thing that she talks about with hair, again, I got sucked in by the hair, is that... 
one of her posts, she talks about she's losing her hair. She's also getting hair extensions because people are like, it doesn't seem like you're really losing any hair. And she's like, oh, well, I'm wearing hair extensions. I am losing my hair, I promise. I'm just wearing hair extensions now. And it's like, you can't put hair extensions on someone that's losing their hair from chemo successfully. Because hair extensions need to be clipped into hair that's stuck in your head. Yeah, but if which your hair, need to have strong roots. Which have some strong roots. But if your hair is constantly falling out, it would have nothing to hold on to, so they would fall out. Just again, a lie on a lie on a lie. She's yeah. trying to build this scenario that well, she's losing her hair, but she's not. Well, what's funny, though, is she's now at an inflection. It sounds like with this like around this wig time yeah. she's now at an inflection point where so many people are calling her out that her her audience is probably 50 50 yeah between people who still kind of believe her yeah but then now she's growing people who hate her yep. and know allegedly that she is pulling a grift yeah so you have grift watchers yeah and then you have the marks oh. at this on the other side yeah so she's sitting here thinking it's going well because her numbers are going up yeah so she's and like her GoFundMe's going up and her GoFundMe's going up and all these different things so she but but it's it's two tiers yeah it's like when i used to the movie howard stern private parts yeah there's a famous part where they in the movie where they're like people who listen to howard stern listen for an hour a day they're like oh why like because they like him like well, what about people who hate howard stern they go they listen for two hours a day yeah like why like because they hate him and yeah. they want to see what he's going to say next exactly it's that same thing if that's what she's you want to see you want to see your you want to watch the collapse in yeah, real time exactly um also this is a side note she's uh one of the she's a lady that likes a self-tanner mm-hmm. or a fake tan of some sort and it's just so funny to me that it does look like in some of these videos that she's the kind of gal that goes to a tanning bed. And so my brain is like, did you go to a tanning bed while you were saying you have cancer? Yeah. Like, that's wild, y'all. It would be, oh my God. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to say it. I'm not, but I'm just, I'm looking at it. <laughs> I know. I, listen, we're all thinking it. All the pearl maniacs are thinking it. <laughs> just, it's suspicious. Yeah. Getting so, addicted to tanning beds while pretending you have cancer. There is the Romans believed in fate, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we just covered but Rome. So, also, I mean, it does look like she's using like spray tan type of stuff too, yeah. but because of the orange level, but sometimes it just looks oh like a tanning God. bed. Anyway, right as of right now, what ha- so what happened was that the a bunch of people reached out to the local police and were like, "Listen, we don't think this is real." And she's stealing money from people. She's grifting 30 yeah. some thousand dollars. And so the police had to get a subpoena for her medical records, yeah. which they did, which showed she didn't have pancreatic cancer. She doesn't have a football tumor. She doesn't have none of it. And so then that's when she got arrested, and they're pressing criminal felony charges against her for the grift. Yeah. And as of now, um, all of her socials are completely quiet and or deleted, right? Mm. Um, I'm suspicious that her parents weren't in on this. Because there's so many pictures of her and her mom at these events and, like, how are you going to these medical appointments with your family and making this up? Like, yeah. I just, there's something that's, there's a chunk of information that hasn't come out yet yeah. about other people's, like, part in this yeah. that I'm interested to see play out Yeah. Um, on, you know, the, the national media. Because this is national media coverage. When I, like, Googled it because I was like, oh, let me look further into this, um, you know, like, 
the morning shows, they're all talking about it. It was on Inside Edition. I was like, ooh, Inside Edition? <laughs> I love yeah. Inside Edition. Well, I, I think what's what's wild, like I said, it's wild that they actually caught it early enough. But the one thing it does show is that, you know, random people had to get the police involved. Yeah. Like, people talk all the time. Like, whenever I hear people screaming about, like, censorship and all this stuff on the internet. Like, yeah. no, like, for the most part, until you've done stuff in meat space, yeah, like nobody's coming after you. Exactly. Nobody's monitoring any of this shit. Like no one at GoFundMe was looking into it. No. Nope. Nobody. Oh, GoFundMe did refund everybody. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Now that it was called, I'm sure exactly. that that probably waited until the felony had been registered. Though. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I I doubt very much that GoFundMe was involved with alerting the police. Yeah. I doubt very much that, you know, the police obviously weren't involved. And it was probably, like, the 20th call they got when finally some detective was like, fuck it. And then his wife was like, oh, you're finally looking into Maddie? And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, because she's like, been on the TikToks. Yeah, like, like, there isn't, like, a social media division of your local fucking police beyond in our area, as you know, posting pictures of squad cars with eagles flying over them, yelling <laughs> go birds go with birds. lightning strikes in the background. Listen, local cops love the Eggles. They do. And I, I can't... Y'all, I cannot tell you how every day she sends me... Mrs. Pearlmania <laughs> sends me a text screenshot of a Facebook post <laughs> of a local police department. Because she follows all of them on Facebook. For no specific reason. Yes. But she follows all of them. And every single one of them, every time the, the Eagles went further and further in the playoffs, would post different pictures of officers... And squad cars. There's always a squad car. Oh, it's always the car. There's always a Photoshop eagle in the sky. Yo, the lightning bolt one was the lightning bolt. It was a gif. I know. It was, it was so a lightning good. bolt, and it was playing. They're the not theme out song. here catching crimes. No, but their marketing team is on Facebook, y'all. Yeah, but anyway. again, again, they're not proactive about any of this. Yeah. Okay. So listen, I wanted to tell you about Maddie, but what ha- what happened was then I went too deep, right? I kept. I was like, well, wait a minute. You can't go too deep. I I did. I went a little too deep. Now, I need to kind of sit, talk to you about something so that I can bring it back to what I found. Okay. Right? Do you know who Gypsy Rose Blanchard is? No. Okay. So, Gypsy Rose Blanchard is considered one of the most famous cases of Munchausen's by proxy. I know what that is. Okay. It does. It's not really called that anymore. It's called a fictitious disorder imposed on another FDIA. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the idea of like you're creating a sickness in someone else for attention. Yeah. Now, since you don't know who Gypsy Rose is, I'm just going to give you a general overview. (laughs) Again, I gave a content warning, everybody. Um, Gypsy Rose, uh, when she was a baby, her mother, Dee Dee, Dee Dee claimed that Gypsy had sleep apnea. Uh, when Gypsy was eight years old, Dee Dee said that she had leukemia and muscular dystrophy, and she was required to use a wheelchair and a feeding tube. Um, the list of medical problems escalated. Seizures, asthma, visual impairments, hearing impairments, blah, blah. Um, Dee Dee kept Gypsy in a state of incredible sickness through a litany of medications, breathing machines, the wheelchair, uh, Gypsy was also subject to multiple surgeries, including procedures on her eyes and the removal of her salivary glands. So she couldn't, she, she couldn't make a spit. Yeah. And because of that, all of her teeth rotted out and had to be removed. 
Okay? Jesus. So, Gypsy was tortured and abused by her mother because her mother was suffering from this mental illness um, called Munchausen's by proxy, right? And I could do a whole podcast on it. I don't want to. Okay, so I'll tell you the ending. Uh, Gypsy Rose got access to the internet. Gypsy Rose started uh, finding men on the internet and started dating them, trying to come up with a plot to get away to escape her mother's abuse. And inevitably did meet someone, I think on like a Christian website, and convinced him to come murder his her mother, and he did. Oh, I remember this now. Yeah. Oh my god, I think I saw like a Forty Eight Hours episode yeah, about you did. it. Yeah, you did. Okay, so no, she... now it's all coming together because I remember that. Okay, I remember the guy because the guy. Okay, remember Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. The guy looks like Napoleon Dynamite's brother. Yep. And like, and like the whole thing was like very. Very trashy. Like, it was yeah. very strip mall. Like, the whole thing felt strip mall. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so fucked up. I know. Yeah. And, like, oh, my God. Oh, I remember that now. Oh. Yeah. So, the reason I had... Why was I thinking Amber Rose? Because we are talking about shaving my head. Oh. <laughs> so, the reason I bring up Munchausen's by proxy... Yes. ...is that when I was looking up this stuff about Maddie, there are certain people on the internet who think that there is developing within our society a new disease, uh, Munchausen's by internet. Okay. Right? So this idea of chronic illness influencers. Okay. People on Instagram and TikTok that are making their chronic illness the way that they create media and influence within the social realm, right? And... Uh, so I started reading into that, which was one of the weirdest, darkest holes I ever went down to, because there are hundreds of posts about people pretending to be sick, having cancer, or worse. And so, like, I just want to preface this with that, like, based on everything I read, these are incredibly ill people, like, mentally ill people. Yes. I don't know that they have the other illnesses that they're saying they have. But I do think that you have to have mental illness to do this, mm-hmm. right? Like, so it's a weird thing where, like, I have all this compassion because they're clearly sick and they're having physical ailments and there is sickness, but they're also creating this business model where they're becoming influencers based on illness. And it's so fucking weird. And they're making money like Maddie. Yeah. Um. So, like... A lot of times these people have like valid symptoms. Like they'll be like, oh, I have, I'm having extreme diarrhea, right? And they'll make a TikTok post about their extreme diarrhea because they're saying that they have A, B, and C illness. But what's really happening is that they're just abusing laxatives. And so they're telling their doctor the same thing. They're telling their doctor, oh, I have Crohn's disease. Oh, I have this, I have this. But really they're just abusing laxatives because maybe they have an eating disorder, Right. So like there's there's this huge Venn diagram of that's going on of like people that are sick, but they're making up other sicknesses for attention and validation through the Internet. And the other thing is, like, I noticed when I started looking at these accounts, which I would not recommend people listening or a husband looking at any of this because it got so dark and so terrible was like the the people will 
admits to certain symptoms or mimics symptoms. Like, do you remember that one that was going viral recently of that person pretending to have seizures? Yeah, because they were like, the jab, I didn't have this and now I have the jab and yeah. they shaking all weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. they're pretending to have a side effect. Yeah. Um, there was like people that were saying they were having all these side effects, but it was very clear that they were addicted to drugs. Yeah. And it was like they were coming down off of maybe like opiate abuse. Yeah. Right? And so they're like claiming they have this thing on the internet, people are giving them money through TikTok. But really they're weaning themselves off of opioids. (laughs) Opioids. And then getting money from TikTok subscribers on lives, (sighs) talking about how they're suffering with the disease. So so I know you don't have a TikTok account yourself. Yeah, God um, bless. But clearly I do. Yeah. And that's how most of our listeners found us. Yeah. But one thing that I find disturbing is when I'm scrolling through TikTok and especially TikTok lives, mm-hmm. I don't like lives. Yeah. I I don't I don't find them interesting ever. Even if it's a TikTok I really like, yeah. Like I usually I'm like I'm not watching your live because I did one and I was like this is a terrible experience. I'm really sitting here doing whatever I'm doing and then just like answering comments with a fi- like a almost a five minute delay. Yeah. So it feels really odd, um, but there's a lot of them. That are parents mm-hmm. next to chronically ill children. Yeah. And it's like, part of this, though, is our system. Because the parents do need the money. Yeah. To, to, to raise the kids. And a lot of, in a, many of these cases, you can look at them and tell this is end-of-life care. Yeah. And you're like, they do need the money. And there is no money to help them. Yeah. But, like, the other part of it is, like, this is gross. Because it feels like, and there is... It's begging. It's street begging. And it takes me back to the times when you look at like the 1800s when there were people who would literally amputate children. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, look at me because you know a kid with one leg or no legs will get more money than a kid with two legs because why isn't that kid working in a coal mine? And so you get into that same sort of idea of Munchausen's by proxy and Munchausen's by internet, which is, oh... We make money based off of this thing. Yeah. How can we max, like, how not to, we started this because we wanted to make an extra $500 this month so we could cover rent because that rent had to go towards little Jenny's chemo. Yeah. But, oh my God, we got a $1,000. Yeah. How do we get $2,000? Exactly. And, like, the, again, much like when that previous thing we talked about with ancient Rome, they're never looking at the whole fucking system, which is... You should be able to care for your kid with fucking cancer. Yep. With dignity. Yep. And instead, they're like, how do, we, how do I make sure that, uh, that just we're going to be okay? And not how do we live in a world where we aren't being whipped for fucking medical death? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I had to... Yeah. So, yeah, that's the, the whole thing is like this exploitation of illness. Yeah. The exploitation of children with illness. And like... I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's that very family blogger, family vlogger thing where, like, where people are exploiting children or exploiting themselves for money. And this chronic illness, Munchausen's by internet thing is just so gross and weird. And, like, I, as I was going, reading into it, there was, like, again, I just feel bad because, like, so many people are so sick and mentally ill and I'm sure that they do have one or two of the things that they're saying they do, but it 
that looked like it, from what I was looking at again I don't know I'm not a doctor is like they were they were going into it aggressively and on with on purpose like making themselves sicker for more views to the point where there was one woman who like isn't of this world anymore yeah. because she took so many actions that it led to her own demise for views yeah and it was just like what black mirror episode am I reading yeah I, it's 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 crazy. So the thing is, though, is I actually understand it to a degree. Yeah. Because in a lot of these people's cases, they want fame, recognition, or money, mm-hmm. right? And so a lot of the times, it's the same thing with right-wing grifters. Yeah. A lot of them have failed at getting that in other ways. Yeah. And they mention something, oh, you know, I just have really bad diarrhea, whatever. And then someone's like, oh, do you have IBS? And then they get like a lot of comments that says, oh, you might have IBS. You should look into it. Yeah. Oh my God, you should look into this. And then they come back like, y'all listen to the comments. Y'all right, I have IBS and now I'm working with my doctor. And hashtag then, IBS. Hashtag IBS. And now you're part of the IBS community, yeah. right? And like all these different things. And so I I saw a version of this 20 years ago mm-hmm. in, again, in meat space in real life. So when I first started out doing stand-up, Um, I used to perform at this one open mic in Philadelphia. And the guy who ran it was a comedian who was not good. Yeah. He was not fine. Yeah, that's what happens when you run the open mic. Yeah, exactly. And he was running it at this small club, and it was before the major clubs had started. So it was really one of the few, like, open mics where you could perform and then possibly get stage time. That could possibly then lead to paid stage time. Yeah. Uh, But it was really just like, oh, you can get exposure type of bullshit. Anyway... This guy ran the open mic for like two years. Everybody like, nobody really hated him. We were just kind of indifferent to him. It just kind of sucked because it's like, oh, we got to put up with this guy on stage for five to ten minutes every week. Like we would have a good show going and then he would get up. And, and it was like. Ruin the vibe. He would ruin, throw off the whole show, everything. And um, out of nowhere in, again, this was on like MySpace and there was like a Yahoo group for Philly Comics. Like oh. that, this is pre-MySpace. Wow. Like around that time, like right around MySpace. Yahoo groups, all this shit, pre-Facebook, he declared he had cancer. Uh-huh. Like, out of nowhere, he just declared it, and, like, everyone's like, all right, man, that sucks. Like, that really sucks. Like, let us know if you can do anything. And, like, he then tried to put on a benefit show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for himself. Yup, okay. And book himself as headliner. He figured out the system on the comedy. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is he he did this to comedians. Yeah. Who instantly were like, fuck you. Like, instantly everyone saw it. Like, we've all looked through his grip because we were all like, you know, man, if I had cancer and I wanted to fucking exploit it, I would do this. And so you have, like, a room full of people who are potential grifters. Yeah. all comedians are potential grifters. Yeah. Started looking at it and went, like... Your grift sucks. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, no. No, you're the thing I think about. And it's funny because, it's like, I look at it very similar, like, when South Park took out Family Guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Family Guy was on this huge come-up. And then one day South Park was like, no, here's your... Um, this is exactly how you write your jokes. Oh, <laughs> like, the manatee with the manatees picking yeah. the balls. It's all just random fucking references that don't make sense. Yeah. And it took Family Guy like down a huge peg. They went from top of the heap to just in the middle with like Simpsons and also, everybody else. Also, like, hear me out. If yeah. you're not a good comedian, yeah. and you need to put on a benefit show, yeah. and you want to make money in your grift, 
good, get a good comedian. Yeah. You don't get yourself no. a known bad comedian. But, but the thing is, is he wanted to show it's it's not that I'm a bad comedian. It's that I need if I'm that if you saw me as a headliner doing my full thing, then you'd like me. You'd get it. Mm-hmm. And also, like, you guys just don't like me. I'll put you in a p- position where you have to like me. Yeah. If like not liking it's me. It's not liking, it's pity, but I'll take <clears throat> it. Yeah. But no, he didn't view it as pity. Not liking me makes you the bad person. Yes. Because that's, what are you going to do? You're going to not like a cancer patient? That's exactly what, the, this is the thing about this specific grift with this uh, chronic illness influencer grift is that if you call them out or if you say, hey man, this is not good to exploit this in this way, I you're the asshole. Yeah, but, but you know what that folds back into? What? The anti-groomer grifters. Yeah. A huge number of them are actually pedophiles. I know. And groomers. And it comes out all the time, right? Yeah. It constantly happens. But that's their whole thing is, look at me, I'm fighting the worst. If I'm out here fighting for children, and if you're fighting against me, then you are on the side of evil and you hate children. I'm clearly the good person. Yeah. And then, then you come out to find out later, you're like, this guy, uh, oh my God, in 1996. Uh-oh. Uh, holy shit. That being said, I am not that guy, and I am not trying to weaponize my uh, illnesses against anyone. Oh yeah, you're celiacs. <laughs> yeah, we should probably... I didn't... That's not anything I was no, trying listen, to do. No, listen, listen. We mentioned before... That, that you're sober yeah. and you're celiacs. And y'all, if she is weaponizing these for fame, it's only hurting me. <laughs> because her celiacs and the fact that she can't drink ruins parties. You like, know what? straight up for me. I have a good time. Yeah, you have a great time. I'm sitting over in the corner just, like, enjoying my two drinks and making sh- And, like, literally pushing people away from buffets Listen. to make sh- I'm sure you're going to get pretty drunk tonight during the Super Bowl game, and I'm going to have to drive your car home. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to eat soft pretzels in front of you and Wow! Wow! That's our show. That is it. Yeah, I. there's no ha- good ending to the research I did. No. And I didn't want to go any further down the hole because it was making me really sad. Yeah. Uh, what I want to end with is is by just telling all of our listeners, once again, all the Patreons, everybody... Uh, thank you so much uh, for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your emails, your comments. Oh my god. Uh, your messages. So funny. So many. Um, we have gotten a couple suggestions. Yeah. Good. If ones. you want to send us a suggestion, you can send them to us. Pearlmania five hundred at gmail dot com. Yep. If you're on the Patreon, you can also send it to us that way, or you can uh, send us to, send them to us through DM. Yeah, on Instagram. definitely go onto the Patreon and cast your vote on what our topic should be. Yeah. For the next one we do. Yeah. The 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 two ones we don't want to do are clearly in the leads. Yeah. Um, but we will be working on those. Listen, I never said I didn't want to do the one I I suggested. Yeah. I said you're gonna be bummed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this one only kind of bummed me out. You, yeah. You did. You you did the thing where you warned me so much that I was really steeled up to like Good. deep descriptions. I also didn't say some of the things that I thought I might bring up because they're just too gross to talk about. That's fine. Yeah. And I thank you for that. Yeah, I, I want to keep this day alive. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it with the truth of how dark that shit got when I was reading it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a glossary summary is good. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, so once again, thank you so much to everyone. Uh, Pearl Maniacs, keep running 
wild. I'll let you have the last word. Oh, okay. I don't know, but listen, guys, have a great week. We'll see you next Sunday. We're going to do this again. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but uh, it'll be good. Yay. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.